I don't have a foundation of scripture, but I am going to refer to some scriptures along the way, so just bear with me. I want to start here by saying this. Um, you know, we're a ministry, you know, that receives, you know, raw, authentic teachings, you know, week after week, you know, Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, parts group after parts group. You know, oftentimes we get life-changing words from our leaders in our Telegram chat. But oftentimes we find ourselves not walking in what we've heard. You know, we're a ministry that never lacks in revelation, but we sometimes lack the life that resulted from that revelation. You know, we often say things like, you know, I've never heard it taught like that before. You know, I've never heard the scripture, you know, broken down in that manner. I've never saw the scripture, you know, taught from that angle. But sometimes we can't live out what we said we never heard or live in the revelation from that scripture. You know, some of us get prophecy spoken over us, you know. I'm pretty sure everybody has had some form of prophecy spoken over us. We, we just had one, you know, New Year's service. And when our apostle just came up, we just had a prophecy spoken over us. And it's up to us to make sure we, we see what was sown. You know, I believe us as a ministry, we need to reflect on how we carry what we receive. Let me say that one more time. I believe we as a ministry need to reflect on ourselves to see how we're carrying what we receive. If we don't shift the way we carry what we receive, we won't see it come to fruition. You know, if you think of the concept of, you know, carrying something, you know, when we're carrying something, oftentimes it's to take something from one place to another place. You know, when we're carrying something, nine times out of ten, you know, we already know. That we're not staying where we currently are, but we're, but we're on the move. And most of the time, we know where we're going with what we're carrying. You know, what I'm saying is when we receive a word, we got to carry it and move. You know, the word is an indication that there's somewhere we got to go. You know, there should never be a word that's, you know, that's, that's preached or taught that keeps us in the same state where we are. You know, the word is a red flag, and it should let us know that where we currently are is an adequate position for God to move on our behalf. You know, when we come to service, we're presented with a way of travel, a way of locomotion, and if we move or not, hinges upon us. You know, John 14 and 6 in the New King James Version, it says, And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, think about how many times we're presented. Way, think about how many ways are presented to us. You know, service after service. You know, Wednesday after Wednesday, service after Sunday. And think about how many ways we refuse to take that's been presented to us. You know, the words should indicate a shift that needs to take place in our lives. And we can only shift if we move. You know, a lot of people receive a word, but instead of carrying the word, you know, they want to hold the word. You know, we must recognize the difference between carrying something and holding something. Because there's a major difference between the two. You know, when we're holding something, like I'm holding this water bottle, I'm stationary. I'm not moving and I'm idle. When we carry something, we're on the move. We're going somewhere where we're carrying something. You know, like if I'm, I'm a bearing for apostle, you know, 
I have to carry his bags to his car. You know, the fact that, I, that the word carry lets me know that the place that I currently has his bags, I got to take it somewhere else. You know, sometimes while, you know, at the service, you know, he's carrying conversations with the members. A lot of times I'm holding his teacup. The word hold lets me know that I'm in a stationary position. And I just want to pose a question, you know, do you receive God's word just to hold it and be stationary or do we receive it to carry and move? You know, a lot of times we find ourselves holding on to what we receive and not moving with it and being idle. And when we do that, we end up forming idols. We end up creating ideas about God that aren't true. You know, we start seeing things like, you know, you know, God just has me in a stuck place right now. You know, God knows my heart, but I'm going to get there. You know, I'm not, I'm not where I should be right now, but God's still working on me. We start saying, you know, things like those, like those things. And the whole time while we're making those excuses, you know, God is expecting us to move. In this season and in this year, it's dangerous to sit idle and not move. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 8, it says, be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. And of course, you know, we can all agree that it's easy to hit a target that ain't moving. So we got to move this year. You know, there's some places that, you know, God has called us to move in the past that we didn't move. But this year we got to move. You know, some of us have been through times where it's like, man, I keep getting hit, you know, left and right. You know, one thing after another. After another, you know, one day I'm up, one day I'm down. And we seem to never equate it to the fact that we're not moving. You know, God's word is life and it's always moving. So why aren't we moving? You know, family, I admonish you on this evening to not allow yourselves to remain in the same position as the receiving word after word. You know, we shouldn't be in the same place mentally that we were six, seven months ago. You know, we, should, we shouldn't still pop off on people the same way we did, you know, eight, nine months ago. You shouldn't still be stuck in that same place spiritually. There must be a shift. There must be a move. And it's on us to move. You know, we must reflect on how we carry what we receive. When we properly carry what we receive, we must understand that trials and tests may and they will arise. You know, going to James chapter 1, verse 2 and 3 in the New King James Version. It says, my brother, encounter all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. You know, we got to prove that we believe what we carry. You know, it's, you know, it's one thing to talk the talk, but we got to walk the walk also. You know, we get words every week, every Sunday, and, you know, we say we believe them. So that gives the enemy right to test what we say we believe. If you say you believe something, the enemy has the right to call your bluff and test your authenticity. You know, we got to stand on what we say. You know, when we get a word, we get tested on that word to see if we believe and to see if we will walk in that word that we recently heard. You know, oftentimes we'll say things like, you know, man, Apostle just talked about that. You know, he, he just preached about it. You know, you know, now I'm going through this and going through that. You know, Apostle just talked about this, you know, this Wednesday. Now I'm facing what he just talked about. 
You know, that's our opportunity to stand on what we say we believe. And if we don't address the challenge based off the previous revelation we just got, we really don't believe what we heard. I don't want to switch gears a little bit. Um, I know we got a lot of football fans in the house. Um, if you're a Cowboys fan, I don't know what to tell you. Um, let me see how be. All right, so uh, if we could bring this out in natural terms, you know, if we think of the game of football, you know, say if I'm on offense, you know, my job is to get to the other side. But a lot of times we don't realize, you know, there's things, people, opposition in the middle that's seeking to stop me from getting to where I'm trying to go. You know, so it's like we receive a word. And I'm moving the guy, you know, I'm pressing. And it's like, man, I'm getting hit left and right. But I'm staying on the narrow path. It's like, man, I, I can't stand no more. But God says, well, no, you can do the stand. You know, stand all the more. It's like, man, I don't. It's like, man, I feel like I'm surrounded. But, you know, God is a lamp to my feet and a lighter to my path. And we make it to the other side. And that's when we see what we, that, that's when we see what we heard when we was back here. You know. And eventually after the trial, our faith is matured and we see what we said back before we began to move. And we love to see what was said. But for most of us, we don't make it past the first trial. You know, we'll receive a word. You know, we'll hear from God. We'll know it came from God. But soon as the first lick come, we drop what God said. The first lick, we drop what God said. We receive a word and face challenges and drop what God said. We drop what God said then when we get past the challenge, we end up falling into survival mode. You know, we, you know, we start saying things like, man, if I can just get out of this, I'll be okay. Then when we get out of this, you know, we bless God because we survived. You know, the devil thought he had me, but I made it through, man, I survived. You know, we end up operating in religion because we survived but didn't endure the challenge. Enduring is when we make it through the challenge with what God gave us from the beginning. You know, we celebrate, you know, surviving, you know, getting through the struggle. But we, but we neglect the fact that we dropped what we were supposed to carry through the, char- through the trial. You know, then we don't realize it, but one day we got to pick up what we dropped and go back through the challenge to get that word tested. And if we have the same mindset that we did previously, you know, we'll find ourselves dropping it again and find ourselves in a repeated cycle in the same struggles. You know, taking the same test over and over again because we keep dropping the answer to the test. You know, it's not like God isn't giving us the answer. He's not, it's like he's not giving us the revelation. You know, we got the revelation. We just refuse to use it. You know, when the first challenge comes, you know, we quit to give up. You know, we quit to give out and just throw away what God said. You know, how do we look to God? You know, failing the same test over and over again when he gives us the answer, but we keep dropping. You know, then we got those individuals who, you know, they make it through the trial with what they carry, and then they look for applauses from men. You know, don't get me wrong, you know, it's a blessing to make it through the trial, you know, and do it to the end. You know, it's a blessing to see each other walk in what was preached over the pulpit, but the issue comes when we seek validation from others and our leaders when we're doing what we're supposed to do. 
Man, if our leaders prophesy over us for the year like he just did, you know, they're expecting us to walk in it. You know, sometimes we want to pat on the back for doing what our leaders expected us to do. You know, we'll come out of sin, you know, we'll come out of bondage, and that's a blessing. But, man, you were supposed to come out four or five years ago. You know, you served your sentence for longer than you were supposed to. You should have been moved from that place. You know, you were supposed to be further in God. You know, you were supposed to bend, be delivered, but you refused to leave Egypt. You refused to leave Egypt. You know, we seek, you know, validation from our leaders. Man, like, we're supposed to be walking in freedom. You know, they don't, you know... Give us revelation just for it to fall on the ground. I mean, they're expecting us to walk in it. And like I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, coming out of sin. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, walking in what, you know, our leaders say. You know, that's always a blessing. But that's what they're expecting us to do. You know, shifting back to, you know, carrying and what we receive. You know, if you know anything about the game of football, I'm sure most of us do. Um, Every now and again, you come, you come across a player or individual. It's like, no matter what they do, they can't hang on to the ball. You know, they can't stop letting what they received hit the ground. What, there was, what, what they're supposed to be receiving, you know, they keep letting it hit the ground. You know, what they're supposed to be carrying, they can't keep from the opposing side. And what do we see with these players? You know, they're no longer trusted with what they were previously trusted with so they no longer get the opportunity. You know, man, I can't trust you to carry this no more because after the first hit, you can't hang on. One challenge arises and you're ready to give up and quit. One trial come up and you completely throw out what you heard from God. Is that us? You know, there's a level of self-reflection we need. Is that us? Are we the individual who, you know, our leaders can't trust to carry the vision. Are we the individual who, you know, as soon as one challenge arises, you know, we, we draw what we previously heard. You know, you might have received the prophecy, but you can't war with what you dropped. You know, the Bible talks about warring with the prophecy in 1 Timothy 1 and 18. And we tend to mishandle what we're assigned to war with. And if we don't war with it, then it has no chance of coming to life. A lot of us has had prophecy spoken over us in our lives that we let sit on the shelf. But it's our job to war with it and bring it to life. Just to give another example, um, this is more so for the women. You know, we got a lot of mothers in the house. Uh, you know, when a mother is expecting a child, you know, she understands that you know, there's certain things she can and she can't do because of what's in her, because of what she is carrying. You know, a mother knows that things like, you know, smoking, drinking, and certain medications can affect what she's carrying. We, just like that mother, are responsible for making sure we aren't indulging in anything that will affect what we carry. The words and prophecies that we get can either be assisted or hindered by our own actions and our own words. The words and prophecies we get can either be assisted or hindered by our actions and our own words. You know, some of us, most of us have something um, that God placed in us 
but we live like we have nothing to birth out. You know, we're supposed to be carrying a life, but we indulge in things that bring death. You know, the wages of sin is death. You know, only we can dictate the condition of what we carry. If we're indulging in sin in the world while carrying what we received, we'll either put to death what's in us, or if it's birth, it won't look how it's supposed to look. Something's going to be off when it's birth. Something's going to be off when it's birthed out. You know, we'll be told that, you know, we're free from sin. But it's like one day we in sin, one, one week we out of sin. You know, we'll be told that we'll be, fin- we'll be blessed financially, but one month we up, no, next month we struggling. Something's off. Something don't look right. You know, sin puts us in a place to where we'll never be able to fully walk in what we received. We can get as much revelation, we can get as much revelation as we want, but if we don't carry it well and watch what we partake in, we won't be allowed to see it fully manifest in our lives. You know, this is the year that we finish fighting what we've been fighting for for a long time. You know, how are you going to react whenever what you've been fighting rears its head? This is the year we see the end of it. This is the year we see the end of that cycle, the ups and downs, the issues, the end of being stuck. You know, this is the year that we keep hitting it, but how are you going to carry that? How are you going to carry it? You know, our leaders are expecting us to carry it well, not just carry it, but carry it well. And give birth to it. Are you going to be like the survivor who dropped the word but celebrated making it to 2025? While everybody else in the house, you know, is walking in full freedom. Are you going to be the one with some defections and what you gave birth to? Are you going to be the one who allows sin and the world to cause you to put to death what you're supposed to be carrying? You know, these are questions we must ask ourselves. Because only we know how we're carrying. And it's up to us to carry it well. You know, there were specific things that were spoken over this house. You know, it was told that, you know, we'll have so many members that we'll have to go to two services. Are you going to war with the prophecy? Us owning every storefront on this piece of land. You know, FFIEC. Did you let that fall to the ground? Or are you still warring with it? You know, if God can't trust us with little, how can we expect him to bless bless us with more? It's all about stewardship. You know, we must steward what God gave us. You know, we haven't properly stewarded the last prophecy God gave us, but we're seeking the next prophecy. You know, we're no better than the servant who hid his talents in the ground. You know, God is coming back for his investment on what was sown into us, but we let his investment hit the ground. We never multiply his investment, but we seek another investment. We do nothing with his investment, so how much can he really invest in us? How much can God really invest in us if we don't do nothing with his investment? You know, we must steward what is sown in our lives and carry it well. And that's all I got. Oh, you all can stand to your feet.
we're going to pray on this evening. We're going to pray on this evening. You know, for pray for stewardship and, you know, grace to carry what's been sown. You know, we just entered a new year, but if we don't approach it right, you know, we'll fall back into the same struggles as last year. Same mindset, same sins as last year. You know, there's grace to carry what was spoken over the house. There's grace to carry the word well. If you feel like you need to get to the altar, come to the altar. We'll pray with you. But I want to pray over the house. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, Father. Grace is available on tonight. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the grace that's available on tonight, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless you. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that this year we will carry, Father, and we will carry well, God. That we'll steward what you said, Lord God, hallelujah. That we won't be irresponsible with what you gave us, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless your name, God. Thank you, Jesus. That this year will be different. That 2024 will be different. That we'll carry your word differently this year. That we'll steward your word differently this year, God. Hallelujah. God, we understand that you're coming back for your investment this year, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord, that we multiply what you've given us. That we receive your word and we move, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless you. Glory, God. We bless your holy name, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We receive it on this evening, Father. We receive what you said, Lord God. We will walk in purpose. We will walk in purpose in this year, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We bless your holy name, Jesus. We thank you for the life in us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that we don't indulge in sin, Lord God, and in other uh, things that will hinder what's in us, Lord God. We thank you for the life in us, God. We thank you that you've given us life, Lord God, and we walk in that life, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you for the life, God. Hallelujah, Father. We bless you. We thank you for the life, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Glory, God. You're good, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, that we be good stewards, Father. That we steward this word, Lord God. That every word you speak, that it won't hit the ground, Lord God. That we take it and we move, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that just like you're moving, we move, Father. That when you move, we move, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. That there won't be no defections, Lord God, in what we birth, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That we will see what was said, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. That we won't be the individual, God, that's left out while others are seeing what's been said, God. Hallelujah. We bless you, Jesus. We thank you that we're good stewards, Lord God. That we're good stewards, Father. We will steward your word, Father. And you can bless us with more, Lord God. We will war with the prophecy, Lord God. We will war with the prophecy, Lord God. We won't let your prophecy hit the ground, Lord God. We will see what you said, God. Hallelujah. Your word will come to fruition. Your word will come to fruition, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We will war with the prophecy, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We won't give up after one link, Lord God. We won't give up after the first challenge, Lord God. But we'll keep pressing, Lord God. We'll keep pressing. We'll keep going, Lord God. We'll hold fast to our confession, Lord God. While it's, 
while it seems like individuals are ripping at us left and right, God, trying to take what we're holding fast to, Lord God, we'll keep holding fast, God. Thank you for grace to hold fast, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Hallelujah, Father. Glory, God. I bless your holy name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Listen, we're about to pray. I'm about to have Mr. Javante pray, but I heard the Spirit of the Lord, and he said, some of you were sitting and you were thought that you were going to critique him but then he actually released something that convicted you you were here to critique but you got conviction amen and he chose one of the youngest vessels to help you to understand that it's him speaking and amen no this was this was the word this was the wisdom of god some of you have been disoriented. You're trying to get back where you're supposed to be in ministry. You've been disoriented. And the reason why you can't get back is because when you got hit, you gave up the ball. You were given an assignment, and the first time the enemy hit you, you dropped it. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is the word of the Lord to you. Amen. If God is dealing with you, out of this young man to understand that that's the father's voice out of his mouth you can get what you you can get where you need to get by properly it's the same thing he just preached all you gotta do is respond to the word of God there are no judges in here there's only justification but there must be a response to the word of God amen there's, there's more that need to come. Amen. And I'm, I'm about to release him to pray, but I promise you, if you need to come and you don't come, you're not going to get it from where you are. Because a part of it is, is humbling yourself. That's why he chose this vessel. You got to humble yourself. That's a part of what this is all about. If you need to come, come, that ain't everybody. I'm, I, 